Hey, this is the inaugural podcast on the Gallifrey Anchor program. What do you call it? Anchor app. Anchor app. Anchor podcast. The Anchor app. Podcast. I feel like the uh, the old guy that's looking at the computer like, hey, how do you work this thing? And it's recording his face the whole time. Uh, I have no idea how long this is going to record for, but I've got Zach Sabalos here in front of me. Hello. And Zach is talking about uh, the funeral of a Marine that he attended on Saturday. Saturday afternoon, he, uh, he had gotten notification from somebody on Friday that a Marine had taken his own life, a Marine veteran. And so Zach was starting to talk to me about being at the service. So I wanted to uh, roll this into this podcast because it's important what we're talking about. So Definitely. So uh, we had a, a Marine take his life uh, about a week prior to the memorial and on Saturday, the uh, 23rd, I believe, we um, I attended the memorial there with, with other veterans from the, the from the Marines' time of service. During that time, a lot of the Marines were pretty much hysterical and uh, very upset at the uh, given circumstance because they thought this guy had everything. Wait, wait, wait back up. You told me about the letter that his sister wrote. Right. So start start with that. Okay. So his sister got up after all the preacher got done talking, and she was reading this the letter that the Marine had wrote. Uh, in that letter, the Marine said multiple times, I don't belong here. Uh, I've been broken. I don't understand why God would allow me to go throughout this life in and, and basically in the way I am. I have nobody, and I feel alone. And I've never felt like I fit in. But the whole time while the sister was reading this letter, the Marines that I saw that he served with were all upset and all, you know, you know, being very, they're emotional. They lost the Marine, they lost a brother, especially one, some of them that lost, uh, they were in Afghanistan and Iraq with him as well. And it was upsetting to them because I could, I, being a Marine, I understand. They were just saying, you know, why didn't he reach out to us? He always fit in. He was our brother. And so it was, you know, a very upsetting uh, moment. And so I just, sometimes I wonder why. And I, and I kind of understand a little bit of the fallen Marines is because of his choices. I understand where he's coming from. But uh, it was just, it's heartbreaking to see on the other side. Do you think that the other Marines didn't share with him how important he was to them? Or did he just not see it, not want to see it? I think you don't know the guy, so yeah, right. There is um, definitely definitely a lack of communication between the fallen marine and his brothers that he served with, um, and I just I wonder I wonder you know what's gonna you know what's happening? Why was there bad communication? You know why did he not feel like he fit in? And so I was invited by one of the marines that was basically a guy who was a senior Marine to me. He told me about it, and so he invited me to come, um, especially because I was in the Marine Corps as well. And I just was dumbfounded or flabbergasted. Why didn't this, why didn't, why was there no communication? Why did the Marine who took his life, why did he feel that way? Why was there no one checking up on him? Why didn't he say anything? And it, and it's, it sucks. I mean, there's no really other way to explain it for me. You know, it just sucks. You know, this guy did, he was a Sergeant Marine Corps, at the memorial, they had a picture of him, and on his dress blues, you saw all his awards. And he was a very decorated Marine. And to go through whatever things he got, he went through to write this letter to his family and friends and his Marines, and to ultimately take his life, it was just, I didn't get it. I don't understand why. Um, 
I don't think that Marine was a coward or anything like that. I just think that he was in a place that he was so low and it just hurt him so much that, you know, he was exhausted from life. It felt like the pain that he was going through was not, he couldn't, he couldn't get past it was insurmountable. Right. right. Definitely. Definitely. So have you ever been at that point in your life? Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been there a few times. Yes. Um, and but what when you're when you're at that point and well you didn't go you just clearly wasn't as acute as what he went through because he ended it mm-hmm. right but you it looks like there's not tomorrow's not worth living for right but then when you push through that then what happens i mean um, life gets better life you grow you prosper off of that um i think Within our, within my generation, I can I can speak of somewhat is there's not that mentality to where somebody can break it down for you and then say, hey, this is what's going on in your life. Things are happening, and you're just dealing with them as they come. And so there's you don't have that that mentor, that guide, anything like that to help you understand the problems. And not only that, but okay, hey, this is the problem. Let's break it down. Okay, piece by piece by piece. Now let's let's fix it. You know, instead of just you know that's what, and especially the, a big thing in our society is pride. Pride is a big, you know, killer. Pride is I can do it. I don't need your help. I got it. I got it. I got it. And then in the veteran community, it's hey, you know, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. But I'm not gonna raise my voice to say anything. And unfortunately, veterans tend to uh, take a step into the wrong direction in my eyes. Um, being somebody, I've tried, for those listening, uh, I, I, I served in the Marine Corps, and I lost 17 Marines, and uh, we had 191 casualties in Afghanistan, and I ended up trying suicide four times. Um, so whenever I hear a veteran committing suicide who has taken that choice, and a lot of people say, well, he's a, you're a coward, you know, you, you know, how could you do that? You know, you're selfish, you know, and you hear these things from people. I can understand both sides of the spectrum. Uh, but at the same time, some people might say those things like you're a coward, you're selfish, you're self-centered, and they might not have gone to that point in their life to where the veteran or the person who did commit suicide got to. So sometimes it's, you know, there's a two sides to every story. And so I'm not saying you know suicide is a way, it's a good, it's a good option, it's you know go that way. No, definitely not. But you know it's a temporary solution to a or a permanent solution, solution to a temporary problem. And so, I mean, I don't know. I know that whenever you're struggling, the best thing to do is reach out to help, reach out to uh, those that guided you in any aspect of your life that you look up to. The help is there. Just Do you think any of those Marines that were there knew about this part of Pledge? Uh, no, I don't think so at all. I don't, I don't think so. So the Spartan Pledge is something that, uh, that Boone Cutler created that Gallifu has supported since 2010, and it is a promise between two people who serve together. It can't even be with two people that are that never served together. Um, but the the most powerful part of that relationship is when they did serve together because they had each other's back when they were deployed, and now there's a sense of having each other's back once they're back here. And the Spartan Pledge doesn't say, I'm not going to kill myself. It doesn't say, I promise I'm not going to kill myself. What it says is, I promise I'm not going to kill myself until I talk to my buddy first. 
And the second part of it is that I'll find a mission to help my warfighter family. Uh, I, I think that people get to the point where that pain is so great that they think that uh, nobody else experiences any pain anywhere close to that, that that is uh, the only way that they can relieve that pain is by ending their life. And when I, when I look at people that have come close to doing that and I talk to them, in very few cases are they doing things to get outside of their shell. They're isolated and they're not going out and volunteering to help somebody whose life may be worse off than theirs, right? They're not going volunteering at a homeless shelter or they're not. They're, there are things that you can do to volunteer that don't cost you any money other than getting to the site where you volunteer. And when you just sit at home and drink and go on social media, uh, it's a recipe for disaster because you're not interacting and you lose your sense of purpose. And if you lose purpose, then you lose hope. And that's all over then. So, yeah. what else? We're almost up to 10 minutes. We're going to close almost. this off before 10 minutes. It's getting there. Um, if, you're, if you're hurting, if you're a vet especially and you're hurting, um, you know that you remember in the military, you're, it's not just me, just I. There's a team effort. So if you're hurting, if you're struggling, or if you know somebody that's hurting and struggling, reach out. You know, get that connection going and be that, uh, be that leadership. Take charge. Yeah, if you need to call for fire support, gallantfew.org. Go right on there and, and hit the veteran sign up and get in our network. That connects you to the fire support because we'll talk to you. We'll find out what's going on. We've got a survey that can help you identify areas in your life. And, uh, and we'll get you in the network. So gallantfew.org. This is the inaugural uh, podcast on Anchor. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Right. We'll see what happens.